Christ kind of sick before. Like, uh-huh. I, I legit felt like I was in the fucking Exorcist, dude. Like, pea soup just flying everywhere, you know? God, you know what my favorite thing is? Huh? Hey, welcome to Couch on Fire podcast. This is Rob. <laughs> that is Griffin. And he loves pea soup. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do, man. Split pea soup is fucking delicious. A little, uh, bit of, a little bacon or some ham hock in there. You were talking Jesus. about you were talking about some uh, bodily fluids, so naturally I had a cold open on you. Yeah, and, uh, I, I sh- there was nothing cold about that open. I swear <laughs> to God, it well, was Easter Sunday night, the the day of uh, episode two. Yes, yes. So I had just got done watching uh, episode two. It was I got done watching about eleven a.m. I'm at eleven p.m. Um, and you and me were texting, texting back and forth. Yeah, I work from the future. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, bad news about 2020, but we'll get to that. Um, but I, I just got done watching the episode, and I was thinking, hey, you know, I'm gonna turn in a little bit early tonight. You know, I'm not, I'm not feeling all too hot. And uh, I was walking towards the bed, and I felt something. I'm not sure what it was. Something like a premonition. You know, it's like those people. They like they just miss out on fucking nine eleven or something because they take they take another flight because it's like something doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. On, only instead of fucking nine eleven, it turns out it was projectile vomit from both ends. Oh my just, gosh! Like, violently, like to the point where you know, like when a cat gets like a hairball and you just start, you know, they start kind of curling up and just <laughs> like <laughs> what the... it's it's like they're humping in reverse, you know, like uh-huh. putting the full body into the grind, you know. Oh my gosh! But deep in reverse. Dude, it was fucking awful. Well, that's what episode two did to me too. Ah, yeah. See, I, I was wanting to, I was wanting to kind of bring that into a joke and be like, yeah, you know, I was fine, and then we got to the Arya and Gendry scene, and then it's just. <laughs> well, for but, the people that don't know, uh, Griffin and I have had this long mini series about talking about Game of Thrones, and we recapped every single season, and now we're on the final season, and we're recapping every week. The episodes and we are on week two which is episode two came out on mm-hmm. sunday obviously it's not sunday this is going to go up as soon as we finish recording this on thursday um yeah but uh yeah so just jump right into it let's go what uh you know finally jamie mm-hmm. yeah he finally makes it back to the north he might you know no more awkward stare well i mean brand's still fucking staring at i mean like, you know? yeah, I, I, I don't think brand is capable of making a facial expression that's not awkward as shit but like why I, I wonder because he he declined to kind of bring it up in front of the council the fact that jamie pushed him out of the tower do you think that's ever going to be common knowledge or is it just like it's swept under the table for now no well later in the episode doesn't he say like uh i need you like why didn't you say something and he said like i think he said like he basically just in layman's terms said no i need you alive for other things yeah, it's basically like our personal grudge. I'm not Bran Stark anymore. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah. So I don't have like any personal stay in that game, and you're more useful alive yeah. fighting for the living. Um, I have a huge theory about Jamie. Let's hear it. About Jamie Lannister. Let's hear it. He's going to die. Well, so that's pretty that's, much guaranteed. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much. So this, this whole like uh, love weird thing with Brienne of Tarth and that this episode this episode two was definitely a character episode it was definitely like Mm -hmm. this is all the characters that you should love and they're all about to die um but before they die I want you to love them all so there's a scene in episode two where he knights Brienne of Tarth because he's allowed to knight people because he is a knight 
at the Seven mm-hmm. Kingdoms. I felt like when that was going on, that that emotion, everything was going on. It to me, it was kind of like because he he made a comment to her earlier that episode saying that I don't fight the way I used to anymore. I'm not the, the Jamie that I used to be. So mm-hmm. it basically to me it was him giving her the torch to become the next Kingslayer. And I strongly believe that she will be the one that kills the queen. And I, I think so. I think so. I think because she is the knight of the seven kingdoms now. She is a knight. And uh, Sir Brienne of Tarth is, she is going to be basically either Danny or, or um, Jamie's sister is going to kill Jamie. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to seek revenge and kill the queen. And then she will be known as the the next Queen Slayer. She'll be the Queen Slayer. Huh? That's I what will I, admit. That's what that's I like think. The, I will admit that's like the last thing I would have thought. Um, <laughs> I I more than anything, I, I feel like this episode Game of Thrones has a huge, a Herculean fucking task ahead of it because it's already known for like deliberately going for shocking like out of nowhere like what the fuck kind of deaths and twists and stuff like that it's so expected now that it's it kind of threw us for a loop when later on in the seasons it started playing it a lot more straight as far as like the traditional yeah you know high fantasy storyline now they have this situation where if there's not some significant casualties in the battle for winterfell all the dramatic tension that's been building and building and building and building is going to be for nothing so we know that somebody's going to die but it's a classic story like story fable the the episode before somebody's about to die they suddenly get a lot of character development and it's become almost like a like a, a red flag it's like this guy's about to die yeah so i feel like in order to kind of keep us guessing keep us jumping around keep us throwing theories around they gave everybody a ton of fucking character oh my development and wrapping up story arcs and everything well like i definitely felt like they did Tyrion dirty this episode like yes, just the way they uh, they they did him dirty. Obviously, he had a great scene at the end. I think I laughed a lot in this episode. For one, yeah, I, was, I thought was, I thought it was funny. I mean, Tormund alone steals the fucking oh steals God. the whole fucking episode. But that we'll get to that in a second. But Tyrion, yeah. there was a scene when um, uh, what is it? Uh, who's that? Fi- the, the boy that was singing. I don't remember his name. Pod. Pod. When Pod came in and he was like, can I have a drink? And he's like, just half oh, a cup. God, and then he's yeah. just like pouring the whole thing. He's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was like, that's great. Even my wife was just sitting there and she's like, she doesn't yeah. watch the show. And she was just like, is this show supposed to be funny? I'm like, I don't, this episode is just, they, I, they really are trying their best. I think they're really trying their best to make everything so lighthearted. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, everybody's sitting around, everybody in this room, you know, to try to kill Stark or whatever, you know, all these things right here. It's just, it's so funny. And then mm-hmm. this next episode is just going to fucking, sh- you know, Jesus. <laughs> shatter everybody. Yeah. But no, uh, back to Tormund. I just mm-hmm. want to say, well done, sir. Well done. You, I, ma- you made that episode, like, if he fucking dies, I'll... I mean, I would say I would stop watching, but this is pretty much it anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, this is this is what we come here for. You know, it's, this there's a hate and this pain is what we kind of bring on to ourselves. And like you said, you just said it. You hit it on the nail of the coffin. This show will rip your fucking heart out. And you know, like, so when Jon Snow's running up to Ed and he just tackles him, my little crow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, ah. and then is the big woman still here? 
I mean, these are little one-liners that are just so good. <laughs> yeah, he's just such an amazing fucking character. And it's and uh, actually, you know, Stephen King, he actually put out a tweet um, just congratulating the writers. Yeah. And I know I've I've been shitting on the TV writers for Game of Thrones constantly over the course of this podcast. I'm not going to apologize for that because I meant every fucking word of it. <laughs> but I do agree with him, and I'll give them props where it's due. Getting all of these different, these disparate characters from all across the fucking world and all these different motivations and allegiances and stuff to all end up in one concerted place and have it not feel contrived, have all the characters bouncing off of each other in these really entertaining ways, plenty of drama, plenty of stuff. It was a masterful exercise in storytelling. And I think they should be very proud of the job they did. Now, what they do with that, with the foundation they built in the next episode, I don't know. We'll see. But just the build-up to well, get to here, to, to think like all the shit I was talking about season seven, to have been so impressed with the first two episodes of season eight, I'm fucking blown away. I, you know, all right, so I'm, I'm kind of 50-50. My mm. whole thing is, okay, just everyone, a lot of people feel this way. There's only, there's only six episodes. Mm-hmm. So is it six? Six episodes, right? So why, why? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's only six episodes. So why? Okay. The first episode. Okay. We need we need a filler episode. An episode to build up what's going on and tie mm-hmm. all the ties. You know, make sure all the story arcs are good. But then this last mm-hmm. episode, I I saw so many complaints. They they liked the episode besides the Arya thing. The Arya thing was a is a big thing. Everyone's going crazy over that. But before we talk about that, I just thought like everyone's just upset because they want action. And I agree. Part of me is like, okay, nothing really happened. It's definitely built up. So to me, that's why the next episode is probably going to be one of the best battle scenes that we've ever seen in this in this fucking show. Um, but that whole Arya thing, though, I do have to agree. That was a little weird. I didn't see. Well, no, it. I didn't I mean, see. Let, it. I didn't. Let's talk about it. You know, I'm, let's let's bring it up. Well, I didn't see it. I, well, all right. I knew. I thought they would make out. I knew that was happening. It was leading it up in the episode one. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it was just, I don't know. And then the, her look at the end when she's just laying there in bed. I sent you a meme. Yeah. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I asked for the hammer and I got the needle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I felt bad for my boy Gendry there. He he did not bring it home. But yeah. uh, no, it's, I, I will admit when I first watched that scene, I was incredibly fucking uncomfortable. Um but I, I've kind of come to peace with it now. And, you know, I do kind of want to talk about it. Um, the main reason for me to explain why, because everyone, you're either, like, they know why you're uncomfortable and they agree, or they don't understand why and they disagree. Uh, I'll explain my rationale. I've seen the show back-to-back twice, and I've read the books cover-to-cover three times. These are huge fucking books. So I'm very well connected with all the characters and stuff. In the books, Arya's like fucking like eight years old or some shit like that. In the show, we literally see her. She starts out, Maisie Williams is 13 when the show starts. Yeah. You see this child grow up into a woman and exhibit none of the traditional, you know, get on me if you, about it if you want, but none of the traditional like feminine, like going from a child to a woman kind of things. Maisie Williams is pretty short as an actress, so she doesn't physically grow all that much. Like Sophie Turner, you know, her sister in the show, she's tall as shit. You can tell immediately she's a woman. Arya still looks almost like a child, especially 
especially when you put her beside fucking Gendry, who looks like he just got off his fucking WWE training regimen. You know, <laughs> this guy's fucking huge. Um, and she doesn't act like a like a traditional woman does. She doesn't act like a traditional person because that's how she was trained. You know, House of Black and White and stuff. She's she acting. She's acting strange, almost like Bran. Um, a lot of people are giving Arya props for taking the initiative and being like, nah, you sit down, I'll take care of things. That's fine. I got no problem with that. Like I said, now that I, I've kind of had time to digest it, I've kind of come to terms with it. You know, she's a grown-ass woman. Maisie Williams is almost as old as I am. I got no problem with that. All right? You want to well, get some ass before you die? That's fine. I, but I just... <sighs> just right off the bat, just like this, this little tiny little, little assassin child who in the books is still like 15. Like she's not very old at all. It's just, ah, Jesus, get away from that grown ass man. Somebody get Chris Hansen in here. You know? <laughs> See, I, um, I agree with you. I feel like it was uncharacteristic for her, for her character in this show. If you follow the show, it's very uncharacteristic for her mm-hmm. to be like that. Now in her defense, if I'm speaking for not the actress, if I'm actually speaking for the, like the character itself, you mm-hmm. know, Maybe you know death is right around the corner. Zombies mm-hmm. that you've only heard about, not seen. You know, like the dead is walking. I mean, these are some scary things. So you know, you might not live tomorrow. So maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that, maybe that changes anybody. Maybe like you know, that's just how it is, and maybe that's what they were portraying. I, me, well, I really wasn't too uncomfortable. I know for a fact we weren't going to see any naked part of her body besides the side boob because. Mm-hmm. She's too big yeah. of an actress to, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, they're not going to show any anybody's tits besides these, uh, you know, these third third grade actors. These third rate, the, <laughs> yeah. the extras. We'll show the extras, but yeah. everybody else, if, if you're not invested in Game of Thrones by now, we don't care about making you invested. You're not getting the free HBO titties. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, my whole thing is, though, like, why did it have to happen? Did they, why couldn't they just, you know? Well, here's a potential, like, a story reason for it. Here's something I could see them potentially explaining it. Her entire journey up until this point has been basically her willing to abandon her humanity in exchange for power. Like, she saw growing up that if you're not strong, you can't survive in this world. Or if you're strong, but you're not strong in the right ways, like uh, Sirio Pharrell, dude was a badass. He killed, like, five guys with a fucking wooden sword, but as the hound said you know if you don't have armor and a big fucking sword you're not getting anywhere she spent her entire growth over the course of the show growing in power getting stronger but slowly throwing away more and more of her humanity becoming more like cynical more violent more ruthless and now she's finally at the point where she's strong enough she can protect those she cares about but with the exception like John and you know people like that she doesn't really have too many people to care about yeah you know everybody else who's around her is fucking dead and she's missing that essential human connection I think that's something they actually kind of built on when her and John got back together for the first time you saw her smile for the first time in like a really long time Yeah, that hasn't been her smiling about just fucking killing somebody or something you know um, I think she's slowly trying to regain her lost humanity to have a more normal life um, to find that essential human connection that she's been missing out on for so long. Uh, And one of the ways I guess she decides to do that, you know, she's been a little bit too uh, focused on swordplay and wants to learn about the other side of things, I guess. 
Huh? And that's why I guess that's why she kind of grilled uh, grilled him about his experience. You know what? Uh, you know what's funny? What? So, um, what if? Here's a here's a big what if. They threw that in there, right, just to see what was going on. But what mm-hmm. if everyone dies, but them two, and they they're the next rulers? That would be fucking weird. <laughs> that wouldn't that be? Oh, and then they name they name their child because after that little sex scene, he probably impregnated her. They'll name that her child, uh, John. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, that's just, I don't know. That's that's reaching. That is a hundred percent reaching. But something you know, with this show, sometimes though, you gotta you gotta think about it. Um, mm-hmm. what? So another thing that a lot of people were talking about. Well, a lot of my friends were reaching out to me and they were trying to chit chat with me because they know that we do this uh, recap. And I am a I I think I am. I want to say I'm not gonna say I'm a hundred percent, but I'm ninety five percent sure. That the Night King will not be at Winterfell. I agree. I feel like if he was going to be at the Battle of Winterfell, they would have shown him oh, in yeah. the final like establishing shot of the zombie horde. Yeah. You that would've... being said, though, something I did not realize uh, is how many White Walkers are actually out there. I thought it was like a, a Horseman of the Apocalypse type thing where there's only ever four, and yeah. when one gets killed, he just makes another one out of like a zombie or some shit. Yeah. But apparently no the, they, they've been making White Walkers for as long as Craster's been giving them babies yeah. um, he's probably got a decent little horde stacked up somewhere um, and we're probably going to see a good fair bit of them in this next episode I um you know I agree with you I feel, so the reason why I don't think he's there is because I assume that that was going to happen at the very end of the episode you would either hear his dragon squee- mm-hmm. like in the background and everyone just mm-hmm. kind of looks over the building like, oh, my God, and then see him flying towards them with yeah. uh, all these zombies. Or, you know, he would be standing there, the dragon sitting down, and him just being there. So the fact mm-hmm. that they didn't show him is definitely concerning. Now, where is he going? That's the question. Uh, common consensus is King's Landing. Well, why would he go to King's Landing? Two reasons. One, the story reason, it makes sense, you know, the completely random fucking scene with uh, Bronn suddenly makes a lot more sense. He's on the road up north to go kill either Tyrion or Jaime, and he sees the fucking dragon flying towards King's Landing. He's like, oh, fuck this, he gets out of there. That's how they hear about it. Then, reason two, the reason why the Night King would do it, as has been mentioned over and over and over and over again throughout the course of the series, King's Landing has about a million people in it. That's a lot of fucking dudes. So you're 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 saying okay. Well, I'll say this: if that happens, I can see the Battle of Winterfell. There's gonna be there's gonna be some people that die, you know. But I feel Absolutely. like it's I feel like it's gonna be a win. But then Bronn shows up and says, "Yeah, well, don't congratulate too long. He just took over King's Landing, and then Cersei is on her way with the Mountain. I mean, yeah, was it the Mountain? Yeah. yeah, with the mountain to uh, mm-hmm. Winterfall, and that's when you know, brother versus brother, has to yeah. happen, and then that's what's going to happen. But he's going to—I can see that him being at him being at King's Landing, gathering his army, and then attacking from the behind, because then because mm-hmm. it'll, it'll give them somewhat of a hope that they they won. It's like, oh yes, yeah. they won. But where's the Night King? Maybe you don't even yeah. see the Night King at all. At episode three, maybe it's just straight battle. 
battle, battle, and then at the end of episode three, you start seeing like what's going on down on um, King's Landing. Well, it would make a lot more sense. Uh, I hate to say strategically because they're not. It's not like they're fucking generals or anything like that. But it, it makes sense from a like reasonable perspective. Um, what's his fucking name? The Night King. Yeah. Uh, he only has one dragon. Daenerys and John have a dragon each. Now, I, I'm not a fucking doctor here, but I know numbers. Two generally beats one. Um, unless, like, the new zombie dragon has, like, some magic powers or some shit. Mm. You know? Chances are it's not going to turn out too well for the Night King. But if you go down to King's Landing and get, like, a million extra dudes, you know, might be some shit happens. Might be it kind of moves things in their favor. Um, not even to mention, beyond that... Um, it gives the <laughs> gives the battle for Winterfell kind of a a, a new dimension. Because you remember I was bitching last season when they showed how if you kill a White Walker, anything it raises dies. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, okay, there goes all the tension. You know, it doesn't matter how desperate it gets. All they have to do is kill the Night King, and it's like the fucking Avengers where they blew up the mothership and all the yeah. fucking robots explode. Okay, what about this? Battle of Winterfell comes on. It's like, oh, shit, where's the Night King? what the hell and they kill one white walker and it kills like some of the horde but there's still tons and tons and tons of them and they're like oh shit we got to kill all these white walkers to get rid of the horde because they even said like in the in the pre-battle stuff it's like we're gonna hold the line as long as we can as soon as the night king shows up everybody just gank his ass kill him and then we're good everything's fine yeah um so then they have to change the plan on the fly because you see all these different characters, all these different ultra badasses and stuff. They're all each getting their little dragon glass weapons and stuff, mm -hmm. little Valyrian steel. Sam even gives Jorah like a fucking like his great sword and everything. Yeah. What if every of every one of the badass characters now has to go out and kill some of the White Walkers to weaken the Horde? It's like you got to kill all the White Walkers if you want to stand a chance. I mean, could be great, could be terrible, but it's it's an idea. It kind of helps ratchet up the dramatic tension. I mean, something's got to happen. Something, there's just no way. The Night King's definitely not there. And yeah. it's like, it just be, I don't know. But, but then that, you know, that destroys the theory, um, which was my theory. My original theory was, okay, the first couple episodes would be the battle of the White Walkers and... And John, you know, in the north, and then the next couple, the last two episodes would be trying to take over the Seven Kingdoms. Who's going to take over the Seven Kingdoms? But now it's kind of like all jumbled up, where it kind of seems like the Night King might be in be alive until the very last episode. And now it's kind of like I don't know. It's mm. it's just weird. Like I've watched a lot of television shows in my life, and mm -hmm. Lost was one of my favorite television shows. And me trying to guess that show took a lot out of me. But normally, I had it right. The writers kind of gave up after season three, so it was kind of predictable. I'm not saying the writers gave up on this one. Obviously, they're doing better. But mm -hmm. I there's so many predictions that it's just... It's probably so obvious what's going to happen. But we're all, everyone's overlooking everything. They're looking into everything. And... Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, no, me either, man. And then, and then the way that Danny, or you know, whatever you want to call her, Daenerys, where the way that she looked when she found out that uh, Jon Snow was like related to her, 
Yeah, that was was kind of like. I wonder. Like, nah, wonder, you're fucking with me, right? Yeah, who told you that? Oh, it was your buddies. Yeah, they're fucking with me. <laughs> I I thought it I thought it was strange this entire fucking season when she was like she's acting really fucking strange. Her expressions and stuff, the way she looks at people, the way she speaks to people, like her inflections and her voice. She's coming off almost like a Cersei. Where she's like she's constantly sneering at people and looking down on them, and she's speaking to them contemptuously and well, everything. And... I don't, I don't think she likes it in the north. I think she fucking hates it up there. She made a comment about how her dragons don't like the cold. She doesn't mm-hmm. like it up there, and the fact that you know, the lady of the north pretty much said, "Well, what the fuck's going to happen after this battle? Well, I ain't bowing yeah. down to you." Like, whoa, that that yeah. that whole scene got interrupted quick. I was sitting there, I was like, uh-huh. oh, man, this is about to go down. <laughs> I thought there was about to be a cat fight. Yeah. Like, I was ready for that. But uh, it's it seems like they're setting up Daenerys to eventually become, like, become the villain, become the Cersei of this, of this thing, especially if the Night King goes down there, kills Cersei, brings her back. You know, she's not a political threat anymore. It seems like Daenerys is going to become that threat. And that's when... Brianna Tarth comes in, mm-hmm. slice her Queen Slayer. Head. Yep, slice mm-hmm. her fucking head off because she killed. Yep, Jamie. stabs her in the back. Yep. Well, because Jamie's gonna die, mm-hmm. and I've I've said this, and I'm gonna keep saying it. He's definitely gonna die. I, I mean, I have predictions on who else is gonna die, but before before we get to that, but no, I can I can see that. I can see that happening. She did she did look very condescending. Um, during certain things and like the look that she had when she was like oh yeah well you're not going to kneel to me when this whole battle's over and then when she told John and what John told her she she looked pissed but didn't say much I understand it got interrupted really quick because of that whole thing going on there and mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be brought up at all I think there'll be some awkward looks during the battle with him but like didn't she know that you the only people that can ride dragons like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 not like that's written down anywhere. But it's it, just it it just seems like it's a well known that Targaryens can ride dragons, and not too many other people can. So the fact that Jon Snow just hops on like, oh, let's go, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, that's weird. Um, real quick, and this is I know it's not a big thing, but here here's a testament to the writers of the show. And I, we've said this before about Jamie's arc, about how he was this fucking asshole, and then you, then you forgive him, and then you start liking him, and now you feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Theon Greyjoy. Oh my god! This guy, this is a good writing thing. I mean, this guy. You, first, you have no opinion on him. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He doesn't look like a Stark. Then you have a. Then he's an asshole. Then, then he falls on his face, and you're like, good, good for him. Let him, let him fucking die. Who cares? But then you start feeling bad for him. Then you start like cheering for him. And then that reunion, that reunion of him, just it was great. It was, it was, it was a good like. He's gonna die. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just Definitely. <laughs> he's on the he's on the top ten uh, hit list for episode three. I think there's ten people that are gonna die. So a little bit more than ten, I think. But... Whoa, I mean. Overall, ten main characters I think are going to die yeah. in episode three alone, and I feel like he's definitely going to be one of them. And then she's going to go crazy. I thought like the way she was hugging him, I was like, is there something going on here? Does she like love him? I mean, she. That's... But then again, I mean, if someone saved my life from the shit that was going on, 
mm-hmm. I would probably, uh, I mean, she just fucking got raped. <laughs> so, like, um, yeah. It, it does, It doesn't it seem a little weird to you that they're kind of just, like, throwing everybody together last minute? Uh, it's definitely, it's rushed. That's a no-brainer. It's definitely rushed. Hmm? Like, I'm not against the idea of Sansa and Theon, per se. Um, she seems like the most likely of all to not want the whole sex thing. Yeah. So it, it'd work out fine for him. They would, but... have, they would have to raise uh, what's-his-face's bastard child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't know. I actually, now that I think about it, I don't really have that big a problem with it. Yeah. It's fine, man. It's fine. It's by. It's not anywhere near as bad as some of the other shit that's going on now. Um, I just hope they develop it a little bit more. But he's about to die, so they're not yeah. going to. Um, what if What if the Night King, when he's going to King's Landing, he sees uh, he has to go by Blackwater, and they uh, like the. Oh, what is that? The uncle, the Greyjoy uncle. He, him and his, him and his fleet are just sitting in the water, and all of a sudden you just see like them looking over top, of, looking on the side of the boat, and the water just becomes frozen. Oh man! It just becomes frozen, and then they look up and they just fucking see this dragon just breathing this blue shit, and just and like mm-hmm. see to me that's how his character should go. No lines, just him saying "oh fuck," and then it just die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how. Then you know that he's go- they're going to King's Landing because that'd be that's almost they're pretty much outside of King's Landing. That whole fleet of army that she paid for, mm-hmm. uh, done, psh, gone. Like they don't even like like that would just be funny to me. Like just Night King just go there and just destroy all them in one swoop, and then all them just come back as zombies. Oh, that would be cool. I I originally for like a brief second before I thought about it. I mean, it's been kind of established that, you know, the dead can't swim. Yeah. Because I thought all the fucking dead guys from the Battle of the Blackwater. Yeah. Wouldn't it be neat if he goes down there and it shows like a shot from the shore, like from the mud gate or something. Oh. And these thousands of fucking zombies come running up out of the surf and just charge into the city and just start wreaking havoc. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen because I think they they established the whole thing where, like, they can't swim. Or I don't know if, like, once they get below the water, he, like, loses control of them. I don't know what the deal is. Well, they can't swim, but if they're all the way down on the sea floor, they can just start walking. Mm-hmm. And then they walk out of the water, like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean style. And just, I don't know, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. That's way over budget, though. Yeah, that's an idea, <laughs> but it's probably not going to happen. Um, Speaking of dead guys, though, holy shit, how fucking dead is Grey Worm? <laughs> that's like the deadest guy there ever was. <laughs> In fact, he's so fucking dead, I think he's going to live. You think so? Because it would be the most shocking thing in the world if he didn't die. I see- After all that shit. Like, okay, well, either... Like, they literally pulled, like, the I'm two weeks from retirement Well, thing. this is what's going to happen. To me, this is what's going to happen. She's going to die. Well, she, it's going to be like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Like, she's going to get stabbed, and he's going to get upset, and he's going to run over to her. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to, like, fight all these people, and he's going to be like, no, she's going to die in his arms, and he's going to lose it, and then he's going to die, and then they fall both on top of each other and be like, 
Oh, and then we move on. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like, I mean, nothing against his character. It's just, we got other shit to worry about right now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely going to die. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I like what you brought up. The idea that she could die. I want to propose a theory. It's not even really a theory because everybody's talking about it. But I want to expand upon it a little bit with some book knowledge. Everyone's talking about how everybody in the crypts are fucked. They're just, they're so dead. Because they keep bringing up over and over again how safe the crypts are. Let's send all the kids and the women and stuff down there. Yeah, and then there's a there's a line. I heard there was a line from the books. The early, I think it was like the, the very first book. Um, something about like, you know, the something about the dead walking again. Or something, something before they even. I don't know. There's. I, I have to get the quote. Let me see if I can get the quote. But no, I. I. Well, it's funny you should mention the books because I don't remember if they brought it up in the show. So I'm not gonna go ahead and say it's definitely happening. Um. But, in the books, they mention one that the, they have these swords like in the crypts, all the all the the tombs and stuff. They have these swords that the guys are holding the swords are supposed to be made from old iron that's meant to keep the dead in their tombs back from the days of the white walkers you know it's like yeah. magic or some shit but they mentioned in the books and again i don't remember anything about this in the show they might not have mentioned it that when bran and jojen and mira when they were running from winterfell they stole a couple of those swords i.e some of those tombs now don't have that magic on them anymore oh. there's no fighters down in the down in the crypts, it's all just women, children, and, and then the non-fighter characters like Tyrion and yeah, Sam say, and Varys. Yeah, Tyrion. Well, remember, remember that little girl said, "I'll protect everyone." You think that? I swear, like, what, that kid was so fucking adorable. I swear to God, Did nothing better happen to her. I, I don't care. I will. I will go to George R. R. Martin's house. I'll fight him. I'm pretty sure I can take him too. I'll whoop his ass. That was a cute kid. But I'm thinking. Some of the magic's going to be gone. Some of the dead Starks are going to come up and just start killing people. It gives us one. It's, air quotes, unexpected. It's like classic Game of Thrones. You know, you thought you were safe. You weren't safe. Everybody's fucked. They don't have to kill everybody. I think it actually gives the the non-fighter characters like Varys and Tyrion and stuff a chance. Yeah. What? In the fight. Hold fighting on. back I'm not sure how they would do it yeah um I don't know I try to look it up on my, my damn internet's being weird but anyway mm-hmm. um yeah I forgot what the quote was but yeah a lot of people are talking about that a lot of people are saying that um like you're gonna see like a Ned Stark holding his head like a like fucking Sleepy Hollow kind of thing going on there yeah um, I think that's too far-fetched I do think though it's a trap like, why would you trap yourself in a crypt, like, back against the wall, and there's, trap yourself around a whole bunch of dead bodies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I hope something comes of it. Because they keep mentioning how safe it is, how safe it is. If that turns out to be true, that's a little anticlimactic. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Um, but if it is a trick and something starts rising from the dead, I hope they don't kill everybody. That would be kind of a cheap way to kill a whole bunch of characters. I don't think it would be as emotional. No. Um, I think um, Sam's not going to die. But Tilly is... You don't think so? Tilly's going to die. 
Well, that's the weird thing, though, because she's always seen with, like, little Sam with the baby. Yeah. It would be a weird way to kill her off without also killing off the baby. And I don't think Game of Thrones is hardcore enough to... They, like, they're hardcore enough to kill off some babies, yeah. but not the actual baby of, like, a main character. I think that's a little bit too much for them. Even for them. So Little Sam is, has as much plot armor as one can reasonably expect from Game of Thrones. Well, then I would love it if they killed Gilly off, but... Or um, Tyrion saves someone's life, but then dies. You might be right. Um, and this is actually... I felt like this could have been a bit better brought up at some other point during this podcast, but yeah. fuck it, I'll do it now. Bring it up. Tyrion and Varys need something to do. That's one of the reasons why I'm so desperate for this theory to be right, because Jesus Christ, they've had nothing to do other than just get shit on constantly for the past, like, two seasons. Well, I'm sick of it. I think that it would just be a good character arc for Tyrion to basically be so noble, like, and protect somebody. I don't know, maybe he protects everyone down there, kills a couple of them, and then just starts dying. And then, uh... I mean, I don't know. Tyrion's been relative. Tyrion's always been pretty noble as a character. It yeah. wouldn't. It wouldn't be as big of a turnaround as like Jaime or something. Yeah. Suddenly becoming a good guy. Well, do you? But do you think uh, Tyrion saves Jaime and dies, or do you think maybe Jaime does something to save Tyrion's life? Because you know, they are brothers. Well, Jamie's not going to be down in the crypts, though. Well, I know. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, maybe zombies come out, and then they have to leave the crypts, and then everyone's up about, about, and then maybe Jamie... Or maybe everyone survives this battle, and then dies in episode four. Huh. I don't know. There's See, this is the thing. This is what they're doing to us, and I think it's a good thing, because it, it intrigues me. Like, I, I wish I can go to sleep now and just wake up Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, just so I, I just so I can figure... You know, and that's that's a mark of a good show. Um, I just there's just too many theories there's too many things that can happen and like I said you know what's probably going to happen nothing hmm? um, they did say that the runtime of episode 3 is much longer than it's going to be that thing an hour and 20 minutes it's like 70 some minutes or something like that so an hour and 15 10 minutes or something like that um, which would be good because these hour long episodes are just making me sad yeah it's 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 nice to get a little something extra yeah, well, every once in a while. You know, this is such a big event. Everyone's been talking about it. Um, I just feel like they should be like movies, mini movies. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm excited for. We'll see. We'll see. That would happens. be nice. We will see what happens. All right, predictions. Uh, predictions. I. That's the fucking thing. It's it's impossible to predict with Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> it used to be like Game of Thrones was so unpredictable. It was almost predictable. Like, well, the one thing that you think there's no fucking way it's going to happen, it'd find a way to happen. Well, how about this? Not predictions on the rest of the show. What is predictions in episode three alone? I definitely think something's going to happen in the crypts. Somebody's going to get killed down yeah. there. Like, I think that the dead are going to rise in the crypts. We'll see. Um, hopefully, they kill a lot of people. I think they need to they need to clean the clean the herd a little bit. Uh, <laughs> my predictions as far as deaths go, uh, Masende is pretty much guaranteed because we don't need an interpreter anymore. Nope. You know we're in we're in English land now. Yeah. Um, 
it would be nice and emotional for Grey Worm. It'd be a little thing for Daenerys, you know, which something else she has to sacrifice for the North yeah. that doesn't care about her. It would help push her down a villainous path. Um, I think either Sam or Varys will definitely die because um, they're both pacifist characters that have kind of neared the end of their arc. They don't really have much more to offer the show. Um, and it would also be emotional. These are characters we've known for a very long time. Um, also, Sam dying would add a lot to the, like, the whole, like, he was the guy saying that John had the right and everything. It would add a little bit of drama to that as well. <sighs> Beyond that, um, hopefully the Hound makes it out, because I don't think him and Arya are done. No. They had a great little, they had a great little, uh, little scene. She called him a miserable old shit. That was great. I, um, you think the Hound will make it out. I think the Hound will battle the mountain. I think the mountain will win and Arya will avenge him. I hope so. I think that'd be, that'd be great. Um, I'm not averse to the Hound dying, but his death needs to have meaning. Yeah, and I think that'd be the only time, like, you know, because it shows some volume, well, not really volubility on his behalf, but it shows that Arya actually did care about him for everything that he's done. Mm -hmm. And it'd just be nice. Um, yeah, I, uh, what's up? No, I was going to say, I mean, I definitely think in episode three that, you know, there he's not going to die, but I agree with you on the other people dying. Maybe not Sam. Maybe not Sam. I think uh, someone big's going to die. I think it's going to be Tyrion. Oh, you think so? My whole thing is I'm looking towards, like, the epilogue, assuming that there is one. If this is, like, a traditional happy ending and stuff, there needs to be... Basically, if there's going to be another president, there needs to be an administration, is, yeah. the, is the way I would look at it. And I'm trying to see who would fill, like, all the different spots. You know, like, Hand of the King, the fucking Kingsguard and stuff. That's why I think either the Hound or Brienne are definitely going to make it out, or maybe even Jamie, Because they would be, like, the perfect king or queen's guard material well, for the new administration. I think out of all three of those, Brienne will win. Brienne will be be the king's guard because why would they waste time the nighter and then you know, it's just I don't know. Like I just think she'll she'll survive. I think the hound and I think uh Jamie is definitely going to die. Maybe not in episode 3. Um mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope That's I hope whoever does die, it's they're good deaths. I don't want some shitty like, you you know, Jon Snow's battling, then he looks down, and all of a sudden he just, wow, that's Jamie, well, that's Jamie Lannister. No one told me he died. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> like, I, I, that's one thing I got to give Game of Thrones props for. Even when I'm talking shit about it, it has good death scenes. Yeah, it might rely on them a little bit too much, but when they're done, they're done correctly. It, what is this? Um, this uh, what is that green napalm stuff again? Dragon's breath. Wildfire. Wildfire. I don't know why I call it Dragon's Beth. Anyway, Wildfire has to play a part somewhere in this these last couple episodes. And, I mean, it's just too big of a thing. Like, they're just going to pass over and nothing's going to happen. Like, maybe the Night King takes over King's Landing, but he stays in King's Landing. Sends people up here. Jon Snow finds out he's in fucking King's Landing. He goes down there. And then Night King doesn't know anything about the Wildfire. And then someone tells Jon Snow, oh, there's wildfire here. Then he blows up the whole fucking King's Landing. The fucking, the roof of the King's Landing caves in. And you see, 
What's left? The only thing that's left is this Iron Throne, and he's looking at it. it oh, it's a foreshadow of what uh, Danny's dream was about. Because mm -hmm. you know it's all caved in, and there was a dragon that flew by. Maybe yeah, that, maybe that happens. That's a good thought. I don't know. I uh, there's also a theory going around that when the Night King hits King's Landing, that instead of I, I don't know how you'd even surrender to the Night King, but Cersei basically like she blows up King's Landing herself rather than let it be taken over by the Night King. Okay. I mean, it would kind of ruin the Night King's plan. Well, but... I can see that. Maybe she blows. She's... Maybe she blows the Night King. I would pay to see that. But it would definitely be in line with her character, uh, as like if I can't have it, then no one can. It would kind of. It would make the ending a little bit harder to write, though. I mean, what's what are they fighting for now? Like, where's the new system? Where's the new seat of power? If not in King's Landing. Dragonstone now? Like what's Valyrian. Basically Valyrian. Valyrian. <laughs> it all goes back to Valyrian. Yeah, that one god awful movie. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean that is a that's well, a good theory too. I didn't think about that, like her just being because that would definitely set up her character, like, oh I'm fucking mad. I'm I can blow up my whole fucking town for you. Yeah. And then um Maybe she dies and he brings her back and that's like his queen. Mm. Now, I have a question to ask you, and this has the potential to age horribly, which is the reason why I want to ask it. Okay, here we go. We've talked about who's going to die. Yeah. Who do you think is going to live through the next episode? Because we'll come back to this when the battle's over with. We'll see how right we were. Okay, okay. Well, okay. Um, Jon Snow. Uh, Daenerys. Uh, Cersei. Uh, Arya. Obviously, that's the core. That's the core four for me. That's uh, no matter mm -hmm. what happens, a hundred percent gonna live. The the next hundred percent, he says. After we'll episode, see. after episode three alone, yes, they're gonna yeah, live. Yeah, Okay. I, I'm I'm saying that with yeah. a, episode three alone. Um, so you're sure, hundred percent, huh? Hundred percent. I bet. Uh, I bet all my marbles on those. Those 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 four will be definitely there. Um, the next runners up. Uh, Brianna Tarth, um, Tormund. He's not gonna die. He's gonna die, but not yet. He, mm -hmm. His his death is gonna be depressing, and I don't think they're gonna do that right away. I think they'll they'll need in episode four they need to rip your heart out somehow, and then in episode five they need to build it back up and make you happy. So I think he'll die later, but he'll so he'll live. But he I'm not 100 percent on him. Tyrion not 100 percent on him. I actually I'm gonna put him in the bottom. I think he's definitely gonna die. Um, Sam, I think he's has potential to live, but he could possibly die. Um, honestly, I mean that that's kind of yeah, I don't that's the one. I mean, yeah, there'll be people here or there living. I'm trying to think like who's really important that would live. Mm, I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. What do you think? What is your th what is your thoughts? You don't think those core four people are not going to live in episode three? You think one of them is going to die? I think if anybody's going to die, like in a traditional story, it would be Arya, um, just because like she's been built up as this incredible badass over all this time and stuff. And, yeah. And if nothing else, if it's a traditional story and they kill the Night King and then go on to try and deal with Cersei, if Arya is still alive at the end of that there's nothing stopping her from just like 
putting on Euron's face and walking up to her and just slitting her throat. You know, this yeah. the like the faceless assassin thing. Something has to be done about that. Um, in a like a what the fuck kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of people saying that because Daenerys is getting set up as a villain, that she's going to have an opportunity to save John in the next episode yeah. that she's not going to take because she feels threatened by him, threatened by his hold on her power. Because um, that's like her whole deal is she's obsessed with power. And then John's going to die again. Um, and Barrick, who it's he stated is his last life in the books. Um, when they fish Catelyn Stark's body out of the river, he basically, it's, it's called the last kiss. It's a thing that the, the red people do. They take their life and put it in another person's body. So he brought Catelyn Stark sort of back to life with his like half of a life that he was still living. I think Beric is going to bring Jon Snow back to life and Jon Snow's going to be like, ah, oh, fuck this bitch, you know. After the Night King thing is done, it's going to be Jon versus Daenerys. That would be like a crazy fucking thing. I don't think it's going to happen. It'd be real neat if it did because it'd be out of fucking nowhere. I would love to read all the articles about like all the <laughs> Daenerys fans and all the Jon fans going after each other. Um, and who was the who was the fourth person? There was Arya, uh, Danny, John, and who? Cersei. Cersei. Yeah, I could also definitely see. Well, I don't think Cersei's even to be in this no, next no, episode. No, no, so, um, Sansa. I'm sorry, I lost my fucking. Ah, uh, yeah. She could definitely die. The, la I could, the lady I could of the see, north. Well, I could see her surviving. It would make sense for an epilogue where, like, the north is its own united kingdom now, mm -hmm. and she's like the the queen of the north, so to speak. I could see that being cool. Um, but she's down in the crypts, and how fucking shocking would it be? if shit goes down in the crypts and they kill my girl Sansa well, I mean maybe, I'd be just maybe, devastated maybe that's who uh, Tyrion saves that honestly I didn't even think about that that'd be fucking awesome and then you know Tyrion. they have that pre-established relationship you know yeah. she was talking in the last episode about how she likes Tyrion he's a good man and stuff yeah so that's something to think about maybe maybe that's huh. how, maybe that's how he goes out saving the queen of the north <laughs> That would actually be fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. As much as I would hate to lose Tyrion, there's not a whole lot of uh not a whole lot of better ways for him to go. My, Again, uh, I don't What's up? No, what are you going to say? You don't know. Well, my the only problem I have with this whole like shit's going wrong in the crypts kind of deal uh -huh. is that I don't see any way for them to fight back. Because there's no weapons down there. Like, why would there be? So even one zombie would just fuck them all up. Like, how are they going to well, fight back? Well, maybe they get buried with swords, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, that's what happens. Or maybe Tyrion just, like, has fire down there. Because they don't like fire too much. And he's mm -hmm. just fucking, like, Indiana Jones. Like, bam, 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 bam. I oh, mean, torches? Yeah, some torches. You know, maybe. I don't know. Could be that. Could be, uh... Hard to explain, hmm. but my final thoughts before we get going, I will say, my boy, um, oh my god, I can't even remember his damn name. You and your damn names, man. And the sad thing is, I said it five times in this episode. This Come is what Theon. No, 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 no. Um, this is what happens when you have ADHD, and mm -hmm. you just got home from work, and you just kind of bam. 
time. Well, then you're old as hell, uh, too. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Who? Torment. 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 I'm going to say this yes. right now. Um, don't kill him off, please. There's a... Please. Yes, please. D&D, I mean, &D, I'm, I'm begging you here. I don't care if you already shot the scene. I will pay for you to reshoot it. I just... If he, I would love for him to live, and then somehow, when this this is all said and done, there's a couple extra like wildlings that come out of the woods, and like, and, and then he just goes over and he's like, "I'm your new king now," or like, you know, these people are nice. I don't know. Maybe he's like the leader. He he like he goes on a journey to find more wildlings to move down to the south of the wall. I mean, I don't know. He's he's just got to live. It's just he it's he's gonna die. It's sad, but I think he's gonna die. Well, it's the thing that kills me about Game of Thrones, and it's it's something I fight with all the time. Because one of the reasons why I love Game of Thrones is because it's so dark. It's so, like, unafraid to kill off beloved and major characters, even, like, in the middle of their of their arcs and stuff, like, before they've done what, they, what they're supposed to do. But it's getting to the point now where I'm so fucking invested in these characters. I've been watching the show for nine goddamn years. <laughs> and just to end in just misery with nobody likable surviving and just everything's fucked and everyone's dead it it would kill me because it's like there's all this growth for nothing man mm -hmm. it's like you've been you've been working this vine this fucking tomato vine you've been building a little trestle for it and it's fucking it's got like leeches and shit on it and then you get bit by a deer who's being an asshole and you put up with it and everything and then the fruit that comes out it's it's like a, a fucking like an armadillo or something you know it's not even like a tomato it's not what you expected. Some people might like armadillos. It might be what they're going for, but you don't plant a fucking armadillo plant. <laughs> you, you planted a tomato plant, and there might be an armadillo at every step along the way, but when it fucking blooms, I expect a goddamn tomato. Yeah. I have all these amazing characters that I love. I want a happy ending for at least one. If you can give me one happy ending for either the Hound, fucking Tormund, for who's that other asshole Damn. that we've come to know and love? Uh, Theon, Tyrion... I need somebody to have a happy fucking ending. To have a fairy tale ending where everything works out and they're better people and they're like, they got money now and they can buy weed. It's like, give me something for all Here my investment go. in this show. Here we go. Okay, let's hear it. Tormund survives. Uh huh. Yeah. You, there's the last scene of the show. You see Tormund, you know, cutting some firewood and he looks over and Brianna Tarth is there holding a baby. Bam! <laughs> okay, <laughs> look. Okay, as great as that would be, they've been playing like him and and Brienne's air quotes romance for laughs for so long. Like she's shown no interest in him whatsoever. <laughs> just the opposite, actually. You know, we never. It, it feels like it would be weird if they just got together. Uh, we never talked about that whole. You know why? I'm. You know, like he, you know why they call me. What what did they call him? Um, giants. You know why they call me Giants? giants yeah, because I'm. <laughs> This, and then he's just he talks about how he's sucking the teat of this giant for three months and then he starts chugging milk like I this, didn't realize that was milk at first I thought it was like beer or something but guy. realizing that that's like that's like milk and it's just dribbling down his chest and he's keeping eye contact and the it, whole time and it's it, like they did a great job like they didn't just leave it there for three seconds they left it there for a good 20 it was seconds like, like 10, was, 15 solid seconds, just a straight shot. Yeah, it was this, and then him just staring, and Jamie and Brienne like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh. But anyway, yes, thank you very much for everyone that's listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. 
Sun, this is going up today as we record it on Thursday. Um, and Sunday, yeah, so we'll have a recap of episode three. I'm, sure I'm kind of worried, man. Um, it's 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 going to be intense. We're all everybody. It's, it's going to be what it is. You know? I, I think get... I think episode one ratings are high. Episode two were probably just the same, but I think episode three is going to be higher. And episode three is going to be either the best or worst rated episode of the season. Yes. I think. And it's it's just going to be and you know any battle that happens after episode three, it's probably not going to be as great as episode three. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Thank you all very much. Thanks for tuning in.